Welcome to Account-Based Marketing. This podcast is designed as a collection of conversations with sales and marketing leaders sharing thoughts and practical tips for growing your most valuable customers. Hosted by me, Alicia Linden, founder and CEO at Momentum, the B2B growth consultancy. Welcome to this episode of Account-Based Marketing. We've seen so much change in sales and marketing over the past 18 months, and you've heard me talk a lot about how sales and marketing teams are seeing this big shift to hybrid selling and becoming very much a team sport. And, And whilst this approach has had huge consequences for sales and marketing teams, it's also had a massive impact on the partner ecosystem. So I'm thrilled to be joined today by Martin Smith, Head of Partner Marketing, Uh, across Amir Adobe. Martin, great to have you with us. Thank you. Great to be here. Uh, It'd be fantastic if you could kick us off, Martin. I know uh, we go way back and uh, we're just talking about your your rock star days as as well, but it'd be great to to give our listeners a a bit of colour around your experience, particularly when it comes to going to market with partners. Sure. Yeah. So I've been in the, the software and IT industry for more years than I care to actually talk about, to be honest with you. And uh, I suppose in the past 15, 16 years now, I've been at Adobe. And uh, I've also sort of been involved with all sorts of departments. I was in sales, I've been in uh, marketing, uh, I've been in engineering, I've been across a a lot of different departments within the organization. But more recently, four years, uh, I've actually headed up all of the partner marketing activity uh, with Adobe, and that's uh, across our partner ecosystem, which ranges from sort of global systems integrators and agencies the likes of Accenture and Deloitte and, and WPP and people like that. Uh, also with our tech partner uh, community as well, which is two major tech partners in the area is Microsoft and uh, AWS. And more recently, I've uh, inherited a team of people that also looked after what we call our commercial partners. So these are all the the smaller partners that we're looking at our products in the area of commerce and in uh, our lead management solution, Marketo. Fantastic. Sounds like you've got the full ecosystem or breadth of partners right from the strategics um, across to to the the broader commercial set that you touched on. And Martin, before we get into what's different, you mentioned four years overseeing and leading uh, Adobe's EMEA partner marketing. Uh, you've been a huge fan of account-based marketing. I think you're one of the early mm. adopters when it comes to uh, leveraging this this strategy in, in a partner ecosystem. Would love for you to kick us off with you know, what excites you the most when it comes to marketing with partners and, and taking a more of an account lens. Yeah, so it's fair to say actually prior to really picking up the partner marketing aspect within Adobe, I was actually leading the marketing around strategic accounts, Mm -hmm. uh, which was very focused around effectively account-based marketing activity. So, you know, as you said, you know, I was a a very big uh, fan and, you know, sort of individual that would drive that within Adobe in terms of the activities that we were doing. And we were doing a lot of the sort of one-to-one based ABM activities with a a, a sort of very focused group of uh, accounts that we'd identified. You know, what's, I suppose what's interesting is that now sort of working in the partner community is trying to bring that ABM um, approach into working with partners as well and and really trying to understand where partners play a role in the activities that we do with these particular accounts that we're focusing uh, the overall Adobe ABM activity in. Um, and, you know, it's it's been an interesting approach in the sense of um, you're, you're almost having to marry two different strategies, uh, the, the Adobe strategy towards ABM, 
uh, with the partner strategy towards ABM and trying to marry those two together um, to actually achieve um, a whole is greater than the sum of the parts approach to interacting with those particular customers. So it's been an interesting journey when it comes to, to, to partner-based ABM activity. And, and what we found is there's been some, you know, some really good, uh, I suppose, really good kind of results that we've got from that. And I think one of the things that we've found is that with our partner community, we were able to, to fill in the, a lot of the, the white space that we had when it came to account intelligence, for example. And mm -hmm. obviously account intelligence was, was the core element of, of ABM when, when we were sort of working specifically in the strategic accounts element, you know, getting to understand what the customer needs, who the customer, you know, who within the customer were the right people, stakeholders that you needed to interact with. Um, so <clears throat> what having an, a partner in that kind of situation helped us do was to expand out very, dramatically because they generally had more senior contacts they had different contacts different stakeholders and generally they knew the, the the custom ecosystem better than we did so you know one big benefit there straight away was that we were able to to expand our intelligence in that particular account but by doing that what we were able to do is also then understand what's the right messaging that we need to bring to that particular account as well and how do we then structure our account-based marketing activities to really drive that message home? I think the biggest results we saw from that uh, was that we saw a lot of, uh, a, a big increase basically in terms of the, the revenue we got from that account. So immediately we saw an increase in our you know, average, uh, average sales value and also the longevity of that customer as well through that process. And Martin, you've talked a little bit about the learnings you've taken from strategic accounts and, and mm. your work in across um, account-based marketing directly for Adobe and, and how things have changed moving into, into the partner ecosystem. What, what shifts have you seen over the last couple of years, you know, given COVID and some of the changes in the marketing mix in, in how you're going to market more broadly with partners? I think generally what we've seen with uh, a lot of uh, the activities, especially over the past two years, is that the, the projects that a lot of our customers and prospects were working on has accelerated. So what we saw was, for example, a digital or business transformation project within a lot of organizations might have you know, taken uh, you know, two, three, four years even to actually get to that stage has been accelerated down you know down to a six month period so we've seen that so working in conjunction with our partners to be able to identify the best way to you know deploy systems overcome the challenges that a lot of these customers and prospects would have had but in a very short time scale uh, and that's really what we had to do is really accelerate that process and and that's really where partners has really helped us in our business and how that reflects then to, to ABM is that we've had to be a lot faster and a lot quicker in the way we deployed the campaigns that we've been doing. So, you know, to, to meet that sort of accelerated sales cycle, we've had to have an accelerated marketing cycle, if you will to make sure that we're getting out the message to those individuals as quickly as possible. Yeah, really interesting. I mean, we've certainly seen there's been lots of accelerations you talked about in digital transformation. We've seen lots of enterprise accounts shift really quickly and make decisions a lot faster 
because a need to, a need to do basis. Um, but but looking ahead, we've, we're seeing more and more organisations almost enter this age of anxiety where you know that, that they're having to back you know whether it's backpedaling from some of these these decisions, whether it's adding more security or rigor around um, some of these big transformations they've embarked on. And what what surprised you the most um, you know, coming out of the the last eighteen months, two years through this kind of fast decision making and and accelerated sort of marketing campaigns as you've touched on um in, in in how how you're thinking as as we look ahead given my age and my it's <laughs> uh, uh, kind of like you you go well do i actually see a lot of uh, things that surprise me <laughs> i i think the the one thing that i've seen that has been you know really intriguing and also i think so important in the way these transformation projects uh Will move forward is more of how um, senior stakeholders within our customers and specifically IT and marketing have needed to come together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mainly because uh, the responsibility of the whole issue around, say, for example, customer experience is no longer just one single stakeholder within the business. It's not just their responsibility. It's the whole board's responsibility to make sure that those kind of projects really deliver on on the goals of you know customer experience and, and the overall goal of business transformation so what we what i've seen and what you know in a way surprised me a little bit is more and more of the relationship between the cio and cmo coming together and i think that's been really key to the way that these businesses drive forward and get a successful implementation of any form of business transformation or, or customer experience project. Yeah, that's really fascinating. I think there's definitely, as you talked on, the executive alignment and how some of these conversations are happening today compared to a couple of years ago. Where, where does that put partners? Does it make them more or less important if you've, if Adobe already have access to some of these executives? Um, what, how does that change the dynamic of, of the partner relationship? I, I, basically, in that case, uh, what we're seeing is that our partners probably have a better relationship with the CIO than we do. Um, um, you know, anybody who knows Adobe would know that we're very much focused on you know, everything from the creative aspect to, to the execution aspect of, of marketing. Uh, and you know, our, our kind of customer base is very much CMO based rather than IT. So a lot of our partners, especially when I look at the, the big global SIs, have always had really good relationships with the CIO. And it, it's, it's that combination now of having both Adobe and the partner working together that brings those different stakeholders together as well. So, and, and we've been able to then make sure that our messaging not only touches the CMO, but also touches the CIO. And it has that more holistic approach to the way we actually deliver our solutions to market. Got it. So it's more partners are very much bringing a different audience, a different relationship base, and it's about augmenting the, the two. Yeah, I think that's part of it. The other thing is, of course, you know, we, we can't be all things to all men as far as uh, Adobe is concerned with our solutions. And our partners obviously bring the ability to extend that further. So, you know, we're, we're not suggesting that we rip every piece of technology out and replace it all with Adobe. You know, there is that need to obviously integrate systems that are all, already there, you know, legacy systems into the overall plan that the customer or prospect would have. So partners also bring that skill set to the table in terms of 
pulling all those disparate systems into one and being able to truly get a you know a holistic view of uh, the customer a holistic view of all the activities that we do with a particular customer so on and so forth so it's that integration if you will that's also very key so it sounds like from your perspective you've got customers and, and prospects that are making decisions faster you've got executives that are more aligned you've got access to i guess audiences through your partner ecosystem you're able to deploy the right fit solution for customers what what's harder in this in this climate given your know, partners and how adobe are going to market what what's been made tougher so that, that there's a few things i think if you a look at the initial buying cycle, even in a kind of accelerated environment. I think one of the key issues that uh, that you have to deal with is very much how do we align all the stakeholders within the business? And you know, as I was mentioning, that CMO CIO relationship is now you know very important and very strategic within the business. So I think first off is is getting that alignment to make sure that everybody is effectively singing off the same hymn sheet. I think once that's done and there is this sort of, you know, shared view, vision, if you will, shared vision of a project or a, a particular approach, you know, whether it be a, a business transformation or looking specifically at customer experience, you know, once you have that shared vision, I think you've overcome a lot of those challenges just in that element alone. And then you, you have the normal challenges, you know, how long it takes to do integration, how long it takes to deploy systems, that kind of thing. and and. We've tried to make that process a lot easier with our partners. I and mean, we have a program with our partners called Amplify, which is where they, they take our technology and they effectively build and deploy value add services on top of that. So it makes, makes it a lot easier and a lot quicker for our customers then to deploy a specific set of functions around an application. So, you know, if it's commerce, is there some you know, predetermined templates, for example, that they could use on an e-commerce platform that makes it easier to deploy and quicker to deploy that piece of technology. So th- those are the kind of things that we've been working on to to overcome the challenges of a, a quite accelerated process. Yeah, and I guess more silos, both in the partner organisation, you know, ha- however much we like to uh, be efficient and collaborate in a virtual setting, there's still that dis- isolated decision making. So getting alignment and enabling them with the implementation sounds like some some big plays to, to, to move the needle. Absolutely, yeah. Martin, just thinking about your the breadth of um, partners you and your team are, are working with, are you selling through partners? Are you selling with partners? You know, talk me through how that affects your marketing strategy. Our approach has always been sell with when it comes to the digital experience side of the business. Okay. And yeah, the, I suppose from a marketing perspective, what that means is that we we strive to understand and then create joint value propositions where effectively what we bring to market is the whole is greater than the sum of the parts approach. And it's it's an interesting approach because if I look at my direct marketing colleagues within my business, um, you know, they obviously have a very simple goal where I say simple, but a goal that basically says, you know, I'm going to market to this particular you know, vertical or set of customers or, you know, sort of geography. You know, this is the, the messages that we're going to take to market based around our product. And that's great. But then when you are involved with a partner, it's you, you're kind of almost marketing at arm's length to a certain degree. And what you then have to do is actually bring together a really powerful joint value proposition 
that you can then take to market. You know, why, why would you go with Adobe plus this particular partner? What's the big value add there? And that might be either based on they have so much more expertise in a particular vertical sector, in a particular you know, deployment uh, use of technology, for example. They might have some value add when it comes to a technology partner by bolting to the, the two systems together. You know, the customer is getting a lot more value out of uh, the deployment of the technology overall. So, yeah, I think, you know, those, those are the kind of things that we've been looking at and, and, and trying to drive forward. I mean, some of the partners you talked about, Martin, um, we, we've had quite a few of them on on the podcast, you know, Accenture, Microsoft, AWS, these are all large global organizations with their own, own complexities. Are you having to do much marketing inside those organizations as well as you know, selling and marketing with them out, out to their customers and now out to the market? Yeah, we, we, we have free marketing uh, treatments uh, that we apply when it comes to partner marketing. Yes, marketing too is a very important part of what we do that's generally if you look at some of those big agencies and systems integrators the the parts of that company we generally work with are maybe an agency within that you know si or or uh, or agency um and we need to ex- expand and and really tell everybody within that company uh the the virtues of of uh, adobe so we very much have to do a lot of marketing too within that so that everyone who's touching their customers from the partner's perspective knows Adobe, knows what we're capable of doing, what we can deliver, you know, what case studies we have, you know, what what customers who will advocate for us, all of those kind of things. So marketing too is, is pretty important. Marketing with us, obviously, the activities that we do with the partner to try and drive pipeline. And then finally, we have this kind of marketing through so some of our smaller partners that perhaps you know don't have big marketing departments might have one person involved in marketing within there. The marketing through basically allows us to build a lot of campaign assets and strategy around those campaigns that then they can self-serve on. So they can download the assets they need to do and run their own Adobe campaigns, if you will, through their own platforms and their own databases and what have you. And where where does account-based marketing fit in in that approach? You talked about equipping some of the, the smaller partners or the regional partners and, and right up to the SIs and the agencies. Where, where are you adopt, adopting more of an account-based approach? So we, we adopt an ABM approach with our partners very much in the in what we call the industry sector. So that's when we're focusing on very specific industries and very specific customers within those industries. So that's where where it's very it's a lot more targeted in terms of the activity that we're doing there, and generally these are sort of bigger investments from uh, a marketing perspective that uh, generally have a, a bigger return from a um, a sales perspective. So what we're seeing is that we would say, oh, well, we would focus on very big accounts in banking and finance and retail, and then we would apply very account-based marketing approaches uh, to those particular customers in conjunction with a partner. So that's really where we where we start to, to, to see that. And, you know, we've done some interesting projects with some of our partners where we look at very dedicated portals um, where we would host um, very specific pieces of content which are aimed very much at that uh, particular customer that we're targeting with, in conjunction with that partner. Um, and then we would drive, and th- th- these portals would be highly personalized. So 
when, when someone from that customer would come on onto the portal, you know, it would be uh, personalized to them. The messaging would be personalized around their business. And we've seen that uh, uh, have a great deal of success because it's been very focused. The messaging has been, you know, specific to that particular customer. And the engagement rates we've seen, uh, you know, four or five times more than your average um, marketing activity. Fantastic. And you talked a little bit earlier about value propositions and developing joint value propositions with with partners. Are you seeing that as a cornerstone of, of your approach with with these bigger SIs and um, agencies? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that to be honest with you, that is the the main focus with those uh, larger agencies is that focus on really explaining and driving the messaging around that joint value proposition. As I said, you know, I, I keep saying it, the whole is definitely greater yes. than the sum of parts when it comes to that. Yeah. Isn't there a really big point around differentiation where, you know, you've got so many partners, you know, the partner plus Adobe, what difference does it actually make from partner A to partner B? But actually when you get it into a customer context or an account context, that's when you can really bring your differentiation to light, whether they have more experience in a particular sector or have particular use cases for, for, for a specific account. Absolutely. What what are you seeing in terms of your your shift in terms of you, know, you mentioned generating these personalised portals, going out to market, you know, selling with these partners? Um, are you seeing that you've got the same set of accounts now that you're focused on compared to a few years ago, or are you seeing a partner ecosystem widening their the net to more of a greenfield focus as opposed to existing customers? Yeah, it's that's a good question. It, it it's a bit of a mix of both, to be honest with you. We, we still have some very big customers that you know we focus on and, and and maybe the strategy there is not specifically in driving pipeline creation but obviously looking more at how do we is the longevity of that particular customer within the business so that and that that's one side absolutely there is this need to drive greenfield we we term greenfield accounts of so net new logos within the business and yeah they are very different strategies that we would take from a marketing perspective different messaging, different approaches that we would do. But yeah, I mean, that, that generally we kind of, I'd say we're 50-50 we're at the moment. Yeah. Well, I think Adobe have had a phenomenal growth journey and definitely sustaining growth as well as finding, you know, wh where you go next for growth is is really interesting. H how do you go about inspiring partners to to get behind a, a collective success? I mean, I, I imagine with many of your partners, we see it all the time where they, they have their own trajectory, they've got their own initiatives running internally. How do you win mindshare? How do you um, get them excited? Uh, it's a number of things. So, I think the first one is making sure that we are extolling the virtues of particular customers that we have jointly gone, you know, that we've jointly won. So that's more about the advocacy. It's more about the case studies that we can bring to bear on that. And going back to what you were saying about marketing too, that's where we would use that kind of material as a marketing too. So to let the rest of that agency or part, sorry, that partner know that this is what we've done for this particular customer jointly. Uh, and this is the big benefits it's driven. This is the benefits from a, you know, services perspective of the partner. They've generated, you know, X amount, you know, X, especially when it comes to software, you'd say, well, okay, 
that was the software value, but this is the services that you actually then were able to bill on top of that. So that might have been a, a 5X or even 10X over a three-year period of, of revenue that's been generated through the services on top of the, the software that was deployed. Um, so that, that number one sort of makes a lot of partners interested. I think also, you know, things like very simple things like, you know, being winning partner of the year award at Adobe and things like that kind of motivates them to to, to do stuff. But, I, you know, I think it's very much that marketing two piece that we have to do with, with partners to really try and push the value and drive that to the people that are in front of um, the customer and prospect. Yeah, something I'm always really impressed to hear. Martin is when um, you're talking to other Adobe partners that the pride that they have of of being an Adobe partner, given that you're not able to host in-person events or summits for your partners, is there anything else that you're doing to to bridge that gap and and build those relationships? Yeah, I think it's uh, enablement is another part of that. So making sure that the partner is fully enabled in all of the technology and um, anybody who knows Adobe, we've grown our business very much through the acquisition of a lot of organizations, you know, to whether that be, you know, more recently Workfront or whether it's Magento or Marketo, you know, those kind of things. It's We've kind of grown our portfolio and expanded our kind of product line, if you will, with these things and uh, with these acquisitions. And it, it's, it's kind of important to make sure that our existing partners also have the ability to expand their business. So they've seen, for example, we've acquired Workfront, Wow, wouldn't it be great if we were able, you know, to also deploy Workfront as part of that bigger solution? So how do we as a partner get enabled on that solution? How do we, you know, get our people trained up, certified, all those kind of things? So enablement is a is a very important part of that. And I think part of that is also making sure that the partner has the, the skill sets and the capacity to actually deliver that as well from our side. And that you know we're finding a lot of our large partners as soon as we do an acquisition of a new technology into our product roadmap you know that they're, they're they're jumping on that that bandwagon yeah we must get we must very much get uh, enabled on that and it, it's growing that adobe practice within that uh, within those partners yeah no i can see how enablement will play a really big part something that you just uh, triggered as you were talking there martin was this idea of winning um also mindshare with with sales i know lots of partner marketing teams look to um make sure when they're marketing to partners that they're also uh, reaching a sales audience who are then going onwards to have these same conversations with with their customers how are you thinking about engaging sales teams sales individuals within your your partner ecosystem again that's very much around that marketing to approach is how do we make sure they're getting the stories that they can then effectively pass on and i, I think it you know the, the key to that is making sure that the joint value propositions that we work on together as you know between adobe and the, the partner is written in a way that the sales teams can then really go out there and utilize that knowledge that experience and that messaging to to drive more activity within their customers. So it's all part of that marketing to process. And I think it's more about how do we make sure that the messaging is is right for what that what the sales team are actually focusing on. And that's where you get into being perhaps a little bit more industry specific so that then the language is in industry orientated. I think that's one of the biggest challenges when you're doing any kind of big program uh, from a marketing perspective, is that you, you can you can end up being too generic. 
And sometimes you need to be very specific in the areas of, of particular vertical sectors, right down to the individual customer, if you're doing you know, true one-to-one ABM activities. So I think arming the, the sales teams with material that allows them to speak that language, and that's written that, in that language, in terms of a particular vertical sector, is, is, is really useful. Fantastic. So the, the big theme that I'm taking away from today is uh, coming back to value propositions, getting that one plus one equals three um, will will not only unlock how, how you go to market and sell with, but also open up the enablement and, yeah. and help you win mindshare. Any any pitfalls to avoid anything to watch out for as you're, you're building value propositions? You talked a little bit there about not overly generalizing anything else. Lessons learned uh, over the last four years. Um, I, I think the one thing I would say is that uh, whatever uh, approach that you take, uh, especially with um, uh, an ABM approach, is that you really truly need to understand, is there a compelling issue that you are addressing within that particular vertical sector or in that particular customer? And I think sometimes the, the, the compelling issue is not always apparent. Uh, and sometimes you can go down rabbit holes with a particular set of messaging that you think you're addressing a, a uh, you know, a challenge that a company has only to find it's not really a challenge they've got or it's way down the list of priorities. So I think, you know, one thing I would say is, is really truly understand what the compelling issue is of either that vertical sector or that individual customer before you go rushing off with any kind of messaging or activities mm-hmm. or anything to drive the opportunity and pipeline. And Martin, you've seen both sides of the coin. You've seen and led the strategic account effort directly through Adobe and you know, clearly working across and leading the, the partner marketing effort these past four years. What, what would you say the biggest difference is between leading an ABM program directly for Adobe versus together with, with partners? I think the biggest difference is that uh, obviously leading it direct, you, you're in control of your own destiny to a certain <laughs> degree. Working with, with partners, you have to be a bit of a diplomat. Mm-hmm. In the sense that you're you're having to try and marry together uh, a number of different uh, approaches, ideology, you know, whatever that might, you know, those different approaches that that partners take to market, and trying to marry that with your own with Adobe's own approach, has been, I think, one of the challenges that we've we've had to face. And then if you look at, you know, an even more com- complex issue is what if there are more than one partner involved. So what if there is Adobe plus Microsoft plus, you know, a another partner who, who pulls all that together, and you you literally have to be that almost like a a marriage guidance counselor. You know, you're <laughs> literally pulling very different views and activities together, and it and it does come down to you know one thing is one, you know, what is the real value add by mm-hmm. pulling the partner and partners and Adobe together. You know, how do we then make sure that we are all singing off the same hymn sheet and how do we deliver real true values to the customer? I think once you've got those three goals and that all of the, the actors within the play have agreed that that's what the direction should be, how do we then make that happen? 
Yeah, I love how you describe that there. It does feel like sales and marketing alignment on steroids sometimes when uh, you've got multiple partners at play. And as you say, when even during a live deal cycle as, as partners switch in or switch out or things things shift at the customer end. Um, there's there's a, a lot to be aware of. Uh, really enjoyed discussing this. Could definitely unpack the the alignment and the diplomat discussion in it for, for another hour at least. But I'd love to finish on, um, Martin, just looking ahead, uh, fast forward 12 months from now, you know, what, what are your predictions for where partner marketing is heading? You know, what, what next? What are some of the big themes to look out for? Wow. Uh, so I think what we'll see more of is is definitely more ABM activity with partners. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely one of the things that we're working towards, especially when we're trying to you know, increase the value of the opportunities and the deals that we're working on. It, it requires that account-based marketing approach within the partner community and within that kind of tri-partner or quad-partner approach that we will be taking to that. What we're probably seeing a lot more of in our smaller partners is the more activity in terms of around the self-service aspect of it. So that's a lot more about us producing content, which is relevant for the smaller partners to literally pick up very quickly and be very agile when it comes to deploying campaigns on that basis. So, you know, we'll be doing a lot more of that activity as we're moving forward. So, you know, we'll definitely see that the two aspects of the business, you know, we'll definitely see the, you know, the, 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 the faster deployment of assets from a campaign perspective and, and that self-service approach. And then what we'll also see is, is more activity in the ABM side. Fantastic. I think that really aligns with what much of the world are seeing with, you know, mid-market customers versus enterprise customers, you know, that, that mm self-service, being able to access content quickly, make decisions for, for those smaller partners. Um, and you, know, you heard it here first, those bigger partners are becoming part of that, that team sport. Thanks so much for joining us today, Martin. Really appreciate your insight and uh, your, your candor in sharing thoughts, how things are shaping up for, for you guys and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. You're welcome. This podcast is brought to you by Momentum, the B2B growth consultancy and pioneers of account-based marketing. You can learn more at wearemomentum.com.